0: Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply.
1: Welcome to Pussy Power. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pussy Power. Today we have new Lee. She is a singer songwriter born and raised in Detroit. Before pursuing her musical career, she ran their family business for over 10 years and now she's just released her newest single, Turn, and is finally coming back to music. The thing that made her soul feel really alive and creative, as you guys, if you're watching from YouTube, you will see from her electric purple hair. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank what, you. What I, uh, what, intri- what intrigued me with your story was you spent a lot of time in your family business, which I see a lot of um, a lot of um, Asian kids doing for their parents and their family, and I totally understand. Um, I've had I've had classmates that like literally their whole summer would be spent at the family business, and they would get paid that way. And you being a creative, what? Was it like for you being in that world for so long and not being in music? Well, um, I just want to clarify
0: because you're painting a picture that um, is familiar to me. Like, I would say during my college years, it's actually my husband's side of the family you know, mm. that has the wow. restaurant. So once we got married, then I got into it. Well, actually, you no. Know, before when we started dating, I got into it. So I can only imagine what him and his siblings went through. We always talk about that. Wow. Um, but you know, we obviously opened up our own afterwards. So um, I just I feel like it doesn't matter. I've gone through the experiences just as much as they have, as far as having work so many days. You know what I mean? Nonstop and just being wrapped in your business twenty four seven wow yeah
1: so remind me your question again (laughs) what was it what was that experience like for you as a creative who suddenly is now in the business world like 24 7 um so
0: you you're drained right you're drained in from your business um, from just conducting business, being HR, you know, everything, um, accountant, <laughs> and so you don't really have that time to focus on yourself, right, or to stop and really, you know, decompress and uh, just focus on what you used to, like, I, I went to um, an art school, right, and so for college, in college, and so when I was there, I was able to just do as I felt, you know, and really developed myself as an artist. Um, I went for advertising design. So it was a very, um, you know, fun and exciting time for me. And then once I got into the businesses, I was still able to utilize my skills and be creative. But because it was so demanding on the business front, um, all the creativity sort of just, you know, went like to the back burner, you know like coming up with concepts and ideas and campaigns for the businesses was like the last thing on my mind, you know? And so it really made me feel personally that I wasn't being true to myself. I wasn't doing the things that I love to do that drove me, that made me want to wake up every day to just, you know, create and be creative and express myself. Yeah. I know. I know
1: know exactly what you're talking about because Um, Just like you, I am a creative myself and Mm -hmm. I ran a business um, where literally like my whole day was packed. So I guess we're very similar in um, that experience of when you're too much into the business, your creativity Mm kind of like just like goes somewhere else and you just like, where the Like there was a period even when, I was like, okay, I'm I'm so productive. My calendar was on point or, or, right. I'm like a type A alpha business leader, whatever. And I, I used to be a makeup artist, um, a professional, a professional one. And I, it it reached a point where I literally did not enjoy putting on makeup anymore. And I'm like, this is, this is really weird. What, what, what were the manifestations of that for you? Um, you mean on the creative side?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think it's just one thing that adds on top of the other, right. You know, you, you reach your cap and you just realize like, this is not for me, you know, um, not that I can't function or run a business. It's just, it's, and everybody eats, right. So the restaurant business, you know, thrived and it did well. Um, However, it just wasn't what I wanted to do, you know, and so that really ate away at everything that I stood for. And so I started just using that negativity and fueling it into, you know, positive energy and just thinking like, how do I get my life back in line? Like, is this forever? You know, Um, how do I make this not be forever? Or how do I replace myself with someone else who can do the job, you know, that I'm doing and not get so burnt out, right? So finding that balance and that middle ground is, was really important for me. And, you know, it's really tough because um, in mom and pop style businesses, your partner is always going to want you to be there, right? Obviously your partner's for a reason in a business because they value your um, ideas, your input, all that stuff. And then when you start to fall off or not want to give 110% anymore, it starts to hurt that partnership. And so there was a lot of give and take um, as far as that goes. And so I think through the process, like I felt like I was losing myself. This partnership was, you know, suffering because of it. And I really just had to put my foot down and prioritize and um, speak up, you know, for what I wanted. And I feel like after so many years you know and i had i had my three kids too so during all that time and after so many years after that i felt like this is finally coming you know full circle and i finally feel that i'm getting what i want you know but it wasn't easy it, and it's crazy because i'm an adult you know and i feel like i should be able to say and do what i want but when you're in a partnership whether you know it be just marriage or in a business or whatever it takes two. Right. And so you have to compromise. And, you know, so I think that part was the hardest thing for me was trying to, you know, turn this into reality for me.
1: Mm. And here I am finally. (laughs) Wow. I love that you took strides to get there. Cause I think a lot of people think that, you know, when they become a mom or when they are settled in um, whatever circumstance that they have to put their dreams on the back burner and you're just like, you you prioritize yourself which i love and i think a lot of people could definitely take something away from that and mm-hmm. i i know exactly what it's like to you know work with um partners i i've done business with my friends and business with my boyfriend and it's really hard to kind of like sometimes you feel like they're doing all the work or like you're you're like it's you're yeah. you losing yourself and you're like you don't know like there's there's a point where um you may not be sure how to communicate that i'm just lucky because um right off the bat uh, my boyfriend and i really sat down and said like like we just talked about you know what really we really wanted and i said i'm going to prioritize the podcast like that is my priority i don't care if i don't make a lot of money in the next few years. I do not care. I I just want to be able to do something very creative. Like, like, you know, my soul is just happy to wake up and do it every single day. So for you um, being in that partnership, how did that go? How did you communicate what you were feeling and really put your foot down? Yeah. So it's really hard. And I
0: try to put myself in his shoes because Um, he's a very driven and self-motivated person, right? And it's really hard to combat those, um, those types of situations when you're dealing with someone who is like that, right? And um, so I, I really felt like I just had to be upfront, right? And sometimes it sounds ridiculous, but like cry my eyes out just so you get the point you know what I mean and I think it's hard for um, someone like that to understand and even just figure out in their head like wait you want to do this but we're doing this and how are you going to do that and do this at the same time you know what I mean when I need you here Um, and so I think again it, it wasn't a walk in the park it wasn't something that happened overnight. Um, it was a lot of, you know, um, arguments and a lot of conversations and a lot of trying to figure it out. You know, a lot of, this is not a reality. You can't, you know, you, it's just a hobby, right. And how do you keep it a hobby? And so, um, yeah, I just had to be relentless in my pursuit. I just felt like, there's no stopping me, I need to do this, because I didn't do this 20 years ago, you know what I mean, and I'm not getting any younger, mm-hmm. and so I just kind of felt like, this is my path, and you're either with me, or with it, or, or not with me, um, so I don't know, that's just how it, it panned out, and that's how I felt. Mm.
1: Yeah. How, how did your partner take that? I would assume there's a lot of resistance initially.
0: Oh, yeah. Um he wasn't really happy. I think I he I think he was fine, you know, as far as like if you're going to do it as a hobby, you know what I mean? Mm. And if you're going to just um do it on your spare time, you know. Uh but I think that once he saw that I was serious, it scared him because it's not something that he's grown up around. It's not something I've grown up around. Like we don't have those backgrounds. We don't come from musical families. I mean my mom, you know, she's singing and she's she'd produced her own albums like back then, but she was a stay-at-home mom, you know, and my dad was working and just away all the time. So it wasn't like he was depending on her to help him in a business, right? Mm -hmm. For, um, For him, it was very much so like that on his end, as far as his parents, what they've modeled for him as far as a partnership looks like, you know, and what he expected from me. And so, I always try to find the balance between the two. And I always look at my experiences, my parents, and then I look at his parents and and those experiences that I share with him. And so for me, there's always a middle ground. There's always a way that we can, you know, meet in the middle and just compromise. And so um, I don't know. I just, I think I'm a rebel at heart anyways. (laughs) So when you challenge me, I just feel like, you know what, this is how I feel. You know what I mean? And this is what's going to happen. Um, But yeah, he didn't. It's it's still even till this day it's still like it's a lot better. Um, I think you know even just me releasing this music video like the traction that it received you know like I think we're both sort of just surprised by the organic views that you know the video received on YouTube, and just all these calls that I'm getting from you know certain people um, locally and non locally, and emails and such and you know, it's, it's one of those things where you feel so removed from something. And then when it becomes a reality, you're like, Oh, it, Oh, Oh, you're there. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, this is how, how it is or feels like, you know? And so um, I think at the same time, I'm still trying to balance just personal life and, you know, this career move. Right. Cause you know, it's, it's, for me, it's a long game. I want to, Play it right and I want to um sustain and be able to you know like
1: have a career in it so yeah it wasn't it wasn't a cakewalk it
0: was difficult
1: yeah I can imagine um I have the same exact mindset with the podcast and it's crazy that you said like you you're getting calls like I just feel like when you're doing something that your soul like is craving you to do it just yeah. puts you on that path and like it gives you opportunities and you're like wait wait
0: really like wow that's all I had to do yeah, like, yeah. That's all I, had to do. I know Put
1: myself in that lane where I've been feeling Yeah, that's exactly how I feel and it's just wild yeah that's awesome and you you notice the difference between you know other other things that you didn't really love how hard you had to grind, how hard you had to like stay there and really hustle and endure things. And then when when you entered this lane where you're like your heart's in it, it's like so many miracles are happening. And I, I just love that that's happening for you as well. What I'm curious about is you seem like you had a lot of courage to do that. And like, I can say that And I'm sure you know that not everyone has the guts to do what you just did. Um, What prompt after 20 years, right? You mentioned that um, you're only doing this now and you weren't doing it like for the past two decades. What was the um, biggest moment for you that like made you decide to do this for yourself and get into this as a career?
0: Yeah. I think it was a whole tug and pull is like when you're doing something so long, like the restaurants and all that stuff, it's exactly that, like knock on the door that, you know, you, you get inside you that says, Hey, you're not doing what you are passionate about. You know what I mean? And I actually, you know, when I was like 16, like most people, you dream of doing big things and moving, you know, to a nice warm tropical place. Right. And you have all these as some people might say, unrealistic dreams, right? But they're very realistic. You just have to, you know, do them. And it could be the fact that um, the environment that I grew up around, right? You know, naysayers, which is people who just don't think that that's a possibility, right? So, you know, life kind of takes its toll and, and happens. Um, but I think everything that happened needed to happen for me to finally just feel like, okay, enough is enough, you know, Um, there was a lot of ultimatums, right, that were happening as far as direction of where things would go with the businesses and just my relationship in general, right, Um, and so I think that sort of helped just drive everything, and I think just one day it was just like, I don't write anymore, you know what I mean, you have all these, like, thoughts that just come over you, like, When you're reflecting back on your life and the differences and where you see yourself now and where you project, you know, your life 10, 15 years from now and so on. And those questions really hit hard because. First, the bad news. I had to think about it. You know what I mean? Like, why am I not doing this anymore? Why don't I write anymore? Why don't I write poetry anymore? Like, I love to sing. Why am I not doing what I used to want to do? You know, what is my goal now compared to what it was 15, 20 years ago? Because back then it was, I mean, it was still always writing like that's where my true love lies. I always felt like, you know, I'm not like a super, um, you know, strong vocalists. So I have no business singing, you know what I mean? You have all these fears and like um, negativity that you just place on yourself to just never get anywhere. Right. And so I think the experiences of being a mom and owning my own businesses and just fighting the good fight, you know, led me to this point where I just felt like, no excuses i don't care if i'm not that great you know what i mean like i got to start somewhere and i got to do it now and i'm going to develop and the discovery and the path is what's going to like you know just carry this whole journey and that's literally
1: where my head is at and what i like care about right now wow i love it you th- was there a point where you're like it it was so painful that you like just had to do it no matter what like you just couldn't put up with a day of not being there like was it like um a gradual thing until it like became like like somebody threw a water bottle over your head or was it like what was it how did it get yeah it's definitely a gradual
0: thing um you know because you're you know the whole thing like there's not enough hours in the day right you wake up, you do your daily routine, you know, I've got kids, so I take care of them. And then I do the things that I need to do. And at the top of my mind, at the top of the day, it's always, when do I get to music? How how can I, you know what I mean? Like finish everything I need to, so that I can get to music. And sometimes I get to the end of the day and I'm like, I'm exhausted and I don't get to music. And that's literally the, the mindset every single day. And I'm like, I'm getting like anxiety from this, you know? And so it really was coming down to, okay, I need to change my lifestyle so that I can, you know, calm things down and really just um, be able to focus and, and spend more time on this. So yeah, it was a gradual thing and it still is a gradual thing. It's like the balance, you know, of just personal life, business, and wanting to pursue this path. Um, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a continuous thing until you know, I am able to just like, you know, get rid of some of the things that are, are blocking me.
1: Mm. So, so is it like show up <laughs> at the restaurant with your purple hair in a bun and then like let the <laughs> down at night?
0: No, so I've been very fortunate to be able to not have to go in, um, you know, we are, our, our businesses are, I mean, during the pandemic, it kind of hit hard. You know what I mean? It, it There were a lot of issues, Um, but for the most part we've been fortunate to be able to keep our doors open right. We've been able to just function as normal, even with the lack of employment that we've received um, or that we've had. I mean, I know a lot of businesses, especially restaurants. were dealing with this. No one just wanted. No one wanted to work. It seemed Um, but no. So I work from home, right? I have my home office Um, again. There's the kids. So that's another thing keeping up with them and activities and after school activities, you know, it all adds up. Um, and then I do like all the administrative work, the behind the scenes stuff that nobody sees, you know, so I'm sure people think I'm just at home twirling my thumbs, dyeing my hair, <laughs> whatever it might be, but I've definitely got a lot of things to do. And if anyone knows me well, I just have a million things in my head all the time, a bunch of ideas, you know, that I need to hash out. And I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a night owl. I sleep super late and then I have to be up at 7am. So it's like not a good thing. Right. And I'm working on that too, but, um. Yeah, so my my day-to-day is just really up to me. and But the thing is, I have so much to do that it's hard to get to music because I need to kind of go through my to-do list, you know what I mean, and then make sure that I'm being responsible first, and then I can work on that. Because that is really no rush, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's not like
0: I need to get something done like today or tomorrow. Unless there is, then that can be worked out. But
1: yeah. I don't know how you do it because I – mean, I'm i like, I looked at my to-do list today and I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to like be responsible again for the business, you know? So I don't know how you do it. Like being a mom of three kids and, you know, still doing that, all those admin work and pursuing your career. What I am curious about is what was it like in your relationships when you were in that place where you were just aching to do it, but you were not able to, you know, express yourself and, and um, do music the way that you wanted to. Did it affect it in any way? Did it affect your relationships?
0: My- oh, okay. Um, Yeah, for sure. Because you can't expect other people to understand what you're feeling or who you are or your direction or your goal. You know what I mean? Like some people just have a very different mindset. You know Um, my husband, he's a creative too, but he's a very logical thinker, you know, which is a good balance to have. Um, And, and so I think for him, it sometimes I think for him, he just felt like my head was in the clouds all the time, but I don't really think of myself like that. I, I feel like I have a pretty good balance as far as like, you know, whatever I have to finish and, and then what I want to do, you know, what I need to do and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it definitely affected until, you know, sometimes I just have to speak my mind and let them know, um, you know, you're just doing so much all the time. And I think some people might find like close friends and family who do uh, maybe ask about you know certain things and they don't get direct answers or they'll say like don't you guys talk you know what i mean or like don't are you married don't you live under the same roof you know but we're so busy that he's got his own things to do i've got my own things to do you know and sometimes we don't get to talk you know what i mean like we just make decisions and then we go and then maybe it might be like oh by the way <laughs> i didn't tell you this you know um and so a lot of times you know, we're doing so much on our own that news comes as a surprise, you know, or then it's like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. And and then it's like, okay, let's catch up, you know. And so we're working on that, you know, the communication and just being on the same page. Um, But I think it keeps it exciting. We always have something to talk about, you know, as far as family and the outside. Um, To be honest, I didn't, it's not something that I was like, Hey guys, I'm doing music. You know, it just was like between us, and then I just started getting my feet wet and then networking on my own, you know, with my own group of friends and whatnot. Um, and then I and then here and there, the occasional conversations would come up where they'd see stuff online, and they just kind of, I think, take it for what it is because it's like, oh, well, news always been doing that, you know what I mean, like um, acting, modeling, or whatever. And so, it's no surprise to them, you know, they know I sing and I, I like to sing, so um. I'm, I think I was also, because our community can be um, judgmental, as most communities can be, right? And so, or even close-minded, and I haven't heard anything yet, you know, as far as, like, coming from the elders and things of that Mm -hmm. nature, but, um, you know, I, I don't know, I don't think that I would really, like, turn an ear you know (laughs) to to even care or listen it's just like two different worlds
1: yeah that I'm really from. you're a rebel anyway right and it's (laughs) it's your dream your life right now with your career you said you've been networking on your own what Mm -hmm. are the like what is it like when you're starting out as a music as a uh, music artist what are the struggles Mm -hmm. like what's kind of like the path ahead of you
0: you know it's interesting that you asked that because i was thinking about that today um there's this producer friend of mine who had posted last year about um the music career a music career being the hardest job ever because you um have to do everything yourself right uh, you don't have any security. You know, it's like starting a business, right? There's no security, this, no this and that. I sort of disagreed, you know, but for the most part, um, I see where he's coming from. And and I keep thinking back to that um, that topic that he brought up because I feel like I'm going through that now. However, I also feel like it's like a job. You know, if you went to get some corporate job you're not looking to your family and friends for support, right? I mean, yeah, if, you know, if they say, hey, great job, great. But you're not looking for them to support you, you know what I mean? Or to cheer you on or make sure that you're making the best of connections and performing, you know, at the highest level at your job. Like, you're looking to yourself. And so that is sort of the mindset that I have adopted, um, like it's great to have obviously I need that you know a following or people who are going to give me feedback and let me know hey your music is good because I kind of depend on that right but I'm not um, even though I know it's like a a path that I you know am on by myself I I obviously do look for or would appreciate or who wouldn't, right? You know, support from family and friends, but it's not something that I, um, you know, it's not something I need, you know, as far as, because I know some people, it can hit them hard if they feel like their family and friends are not supporting them in that way, you know? I just know that not everyone's gonna like my music. I'm not for everyone. And I'm in the exploration development stage where I just know that I need to get all these songs out it might sound like 90s music you know or something old school but that's okay I'm a 90s you know girl so I need to get these things out right so navigating and networking on my own has been um, interesting but I feel like because I'm so new and I just started that it's necessary for me to kind of hit all the road bumps and you know explore and experience and just um learn from myself so it's been really interesting because i've met amazing people super talented people i've met people that i uh never thought i would and just like i said earlier it's like you when you are the cons- on the consumer side listening to music you glorify artists right you glorify music artists and even celebrities right um of all sorts and but when you meet some of those people, it just kind of, those walls come down, you know what I mean? Like you, the reality sets in and you're like, oh, they're just people, right? They're people too. And um, so it's really different. Um, and it, everything just feels more tangible and more within reach, you know? And yeah. So I feel like the journey of just learning for me has been an eye-opening experience and it's been so like needed. Um because I'm learning so much in the business and about the industry. And then music in general is changing as well with streaming and just how accessible everything is. Instagram, I could connect with so many people that I probably would never been able to connect with 15 years ago, you know what I mean? Like just getting your music heard on the radio or trying to pop in some random studio and, you know, like give them your mixtape. Like what, you know what I mean? Like that's so different now. So. I am just trying to like speed up my game and like get with the times and like keep up with social media, you know, cause that's a lot. It's like, you have to do every single thing. And because I have a business background and because I have advertising background, I feel like this could not have come at a better time because I'm able to use that, um, and, and do, do everything myself. Is that a mouthful? Holy shit.
1: No, no. I love what you said there. Um, there, there are a couple things that I want to touch on. Uh, first, I would want to know, you seem like you're the kind of person who just like goes for it. You like make the connections yourself. You're not yeah. like, you're, you're just a hustler. And to your point where it's like, to, as a consumer, it does seem like, you know, everyone else is up there in the clouds, just like making it happen, being ballers. Yeah. But then I think a lot of people, especially when you're know when you just starting out, a lot of people forget that they're just still people. Like you can still have a conversation with them that they might be closer to you than you really think, you know? And like, it's just a world of possibility out there if, if and only if you just like take that first step of reaching out and really like putting yourself out there. But I think that's yeah. where like a lot of people kind of like, hesitate he's like oh but so and so is like super big and I'm like I'm just starting out and what could he or she probably possibly be interested in what I have to say or what I have to produce
0: you know yeah yeah for me it's just about connections at this point in my life because um I think you know vibing with the right people and just uh, you know trying to find or at least connect with people who are genuine you know you want genuine connections right And so again, like, this is a long, long game for me. So I just feel like the people that I want to work with or connect with, I want them to be genuine. I want us, I want you to like my music. I want you to be invested in me um, and vice versa, you know, because I want to be able to create these everlasting relationships and not just these one-off projects, you know, Um, which is fine too, you know, I'm sure that's going to happen, but um, at the end of the day like it's really about like energy and you totally. know who I buy with yeah
1: yeah who is your biggest support system right now like you'd say your number one fan um, whether it be like ground friends and family
0: um I don't know I I honestly have been thinking about that a lot lately because it's interesting because um it's like different worlds, you know, like you're, I'm at home, I'm doing everything myself. And of course, with the help of other creatives, you know, but everyone's just doing their own thing. Like a lot of creatives are just introverted anyways, you know, and so we're like used to just being in our caves and doing our own thing. And then you put your stuff and yourself out into the virtual world, right? Um, or, you know, online and and then you start to engage in those ways right and so like i said my the the balance and the struggle that i have here at home already it's so like with my husband you know he's he's supportive but it's not like he's sitting there cheering for me you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. yeah i mean some people have that you know but
1: lucky to have you, that yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah and it's not like he's saying don't do it
1: mm. you know
0: i think him he sees like you love to do this you know like you're at your best when you do this, but don't forget about this. (laughs) Don't forget about us, you know, like keep the balance. Um, But I don't know. I feel like that's a really hard question to answer because I don't really know yet. Weird. I I just know that I'm cheering myself on and I think that's what's most important, you know? And so again, I'm so new. I'm so new to this that I'm, that question you're asking is just what, like, I don't have a fan base that's like hardcore, you know what I mean? So, um, I can't, I can't even, I mean, I have individuals who definitely are like calling me and saying, Hey, new, let me help you get from this point to this point, you know? And I feel like those people who are constantly calling me are the ones who are like super supportive, right? If I'm going to look at support in that way,
1: who's cheering me on, you know
0: what I mean? Who's like, believes in me like they there's like too few people and they're like older gentlemen you know who are in the business and um I guess see something in me but other than that it's just kind of neutral all around
1: Mm. wow yeah Yeah, I don't have an entourage (laughs) I think you're gonna be like attracting those people into your path anyways for as long as you keep going and you seem like you're already there So talk to us about Turn. What is the story behind that song? So this song
0: is about being in a relationship that just holds you back, right? Holds you down. I mean, I think we all kind of experience toxic relationships or moments in relationships that um, make you second guess why you're there, right? And so um, it's about liberation, you know, just, being by yourself and like finding yourself and being better off alone, right? Um, But also a little bit of bittersweetness where you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving this relationship that I've known for so long, right? And you you still kind of like care for the person, but you're like, no, you know what I mean? Like, you're gonna be good. You're gonna be all right. Um, I need to take care of myself. So essentially that's what it is.
1: Mm. When was the last, yeah, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, I wrote that in, I think it was 2019. Yeah, 2019. Um, and then I just, I mean, it was literally beats that my, my producer friend Avery sent to me. And, uh, you know, like normally producers will send you like 10 tracks, right? And you kind of just go through them and listen to whichever one you vibe with um sometimes it takes me a while but what I like to do is like if I don't have time for the you know to record or even like be creative or in the moment I won't even open it up because I don't want it to like mess with the way I might feel you know what I mean or if there's an idea that I don't have time to put on paper record and lose that idea I won't like I won't open it up until I know I have time so that's sort of my process but um uh yeah so I you know, liked that one. And I just started writing to it. And he's gonna be so mad because I keep talking about him like he's so negative or something. But um, so my husband heard it. And I was so excited the next day. I was like, Oh, I got to show you this. I recorded on my phone, right? My voice memo. And so I was like, very raw. Um, but he's just like, I don't like it. <laughs> and I was like, you don't like it. I was like, are you serious? I was like, whatever. And so we obviously disagree on certain things. And again, I've just come to accept that not everyone's gonna like it, you know what I mean? And that's okay, like I'm okay with that. Like I like it and that's what's important. So I um, shared it with Avery and he was like, oh man, let's go record. And I was like, that was such a different like response than what husband had given me so then I learned that Hmm. you know very quickly that not everyone's going to feel the same way and just because this person shuts you down or says something negative about it or you know wasn't you know in aligned with how you feel it doesn't mean it's a bad idea it doesn't mean that it's not good you know what I mean um and so we ended up just recording and you know finishing it and you know shooting a video for it so that's just how it worked out it's so funny yeah
1: don't listen to him i like it <laughs> thank you just find your crowd anyways and you know to that point like i think that if like you're usually so blessed and favored because you have that kind of strength where you're like uh ah, all right shut me down i'll just like send this to another person because like I, i'm reading this book by julia cameron and it's called the artist's way um i can't resonate a lot um, but then I think, like, if you're really naturally confident, then it's not something that, you know, you would resonate with a lot. But a, apparently a lot of artists struggle with self-doubt and being rejected and being criticized. And I, it, it's also in there, it talks about how, you know, if, if you're sharing an idea you have to share it to the right person because if you're shy if you're very like hesitant and you're still in that like budding phase you might literally just get nipped in the bud by one eh don't like it you know so you're so so blessed and favored that you have that inner strength and like that sort of self-trust to really not you know to learn that on your own and like be okay with people not liking it and knowing that you're not for everyone. What was, what was like, you talk about going within and really looking to yourself. And I think that you are into like energy as well. And like, you know, like you said, vibing with people, what kind of like, um, healing have you, um, Have you gone through and how did music help with that?
0: Um, Yeah, so music helps tremendously. And the writing itself helps tremendously. Because anytime that I, it's kind of, it's funny, because anytime I go through something that really puts me in like a dark hole, it's devastating, and it's painful, and it hurts. But then on the upside, I think, oh, this is good material. (laughs) And yeah. I'll whip out my phone and <laughs> just write it down. And I'm like, yes, I got a song, you know? Um, so do I like being, you know, in a dark hole kind of, you know? Um, it's not the worst thing because I I get a lot of material out of it. And I can write a million things, you know, with just that one feeling or that one incident. Um, but I think it was, you know, what we've been talking about is just struggling with, um you know, identity, self-identity, and just what you want to do, you know, am I lying to myself? Am I doing myself justice? Am I being the best version I am throughout my life? Am I going to regret this? Because ever since I was young, like a teenager, I always told myself, like, I don't want to regret anything. You know what I mean? Like, that's my goal is to not regret anything. And so I do trust myself a lot because of, Um, Just the things that I've done, you know, in my past and where I've gotten myself, you know, I mean, there are moments where I feel like, why am I in this situation, you know, like, no, you're smarter than this, you know, why, why are you in this situation, right? Um, But I always feel like even if I'm in situations that are not so fortunate that I get myself out of it, or that there's, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel, right? And so for the most part, it ends up, you know, good, right? Um, but the whole healing, I do feel like it took, I, that was really like when I discovered that I was not being true to myself, you know what I mean? And so I started to just question everything and I just started to take a step back from just people from opening myself up because I needed to just think about what it was I wanted think about why I felt the way that I did and I think you know there's just time away and just because I'm I'm such a go-getter and a people pleaser right and I realized that um, you know just in the community that I grew up in and then like being around like you know family or in-laws and what they expect out of you, their standards and all that, you know, you're always wanting to just put your, you know, best foot forward so no one can talk crap about you. Right. Or whatever it might be. And so I, I just realized like, I'm going to stop all of that. You know what I mean? And once I started doing that, and it's not to say that I did it in a rude way or a mean way, or just shut people out and cut them off, you know, it wasn't like that, but it was just, not being so available all the time you know what i mean having to put my foot down um and i think i was so willing all the time that i would gotten my husband used to it where if someone asked her something he'd be like oh yeah new can do it and i'd be like can i speak for myself please you know what i mean wow and so i started realizing my realizing those things and <laughs> and um you know speaking up for myself mm-hmm. um and i had a talk with him about that too and if there's anyone to blame, it's me, right? Because I sort of trained everyone that way that, yes, I'm here, you know, at your disposal, you know, like you need me, I'm here, right? Um, and I'm, I think naturally I'm a very helpful person anyways. And I love to help people if I have anything or know anything or have any connections or whatever it might be. Sometimes I also feel like I help too much, you know and that might push people away, but um you know i just want everyone to win i want everyone to excel and but then i've really learned that everyone moves at their own pace and if even if you have great advice if they haven't they're not ready to receive it they're just not going to understand where you're coming from or what your message means you know what i mean um so all of that aided in my healing the writing the music and it just kind of like again comes full circle to making me feel at this point in my life like this is what I was meant to do, you know what I mean, like, I need to be doing this, because I just feel like everything that I experience, I can, hey, (laughs) Um, (laughs) everything that I experience, I can sort of just put, you know, on paper, and then have that transcend musically, you know what I mean, And, and that in itself has been a healing process, because I get to revisit some of these songs that i've written years ago you know what i mean and it sort of opens back up those portals if you will where i feel like oh man that's how i felt you know what i mean and this is what happened and this is how i feel now about it and this is what has changed um and i just feel like it it's an eye opening experience because i get to reflect right and that's what i did a lot and i think that is what really helped me um, grow into being someone who was just, I mean, I'm still the same. I'm still like, you know, a go getter and just super productive all the time and have a million ideas, um, and just always doing something, you know, but, um, yeah, I feel like I, have I'm still in, you know, like there would be certain things that come on sometimes like a light switch and be like, Ooh, that really hurt, you know, or like that opened up um triggered something from the past you know what i mean and then it's like i'm still affected you know i still feel the same way why haven't i worked through this you know and so it's really interesting because it's all about like self awareness at the end of the day and um so it's an ongoing thing i think you'll continue to heal from like wounds and traumas that you've had in your past
1: but i'm in a much better place than i was so awesome and because you write stuff down like you get to process them and yeah. like reflect and like just you know not can't uh, I think it's very powerful that you get to write as well and then express that through your music because then mm-hmm. it's not something that you you just like push down or yeah like you hold on to I think for a lot of yeah. artists um their songs are a way like you know how they release their emotions mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah it's awesome you okay. think? like i love her talk today if there are people who want to listen to your music where can they find you yeah so
0: i'm on all major uh, streaming platforms like itunes apple music spotify deezer title um i you know, it just distributes to all of those. But if you want a direct link, then you can just go to my website, which is newxmusic, N-O-U-X music, M-U-S-I-C.com. So everything should be on there. All the links are on there. Um, it's probably the easiest way to
1: just get to it because it's, you know, a quick, easy URL. Awesome. Yeah. Now Thank my you. last question for you is, new breaks the mold. By. Who
0: breaks the mold by just being myself? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I think it's all about self discovery. So I'll know when
1: you know. Awesome. Yes. Whether it's like pink hair, purple hair, orange hair, whatever color. Yeah. Awesome. I don't think I'm
0: being different, to be honest. Like, I don't think I'm unique in any way. Like, I just do what I feel. Mm-hmm. If I need a hair color change, I'll change it. You know, if I need something if I feel like I want to wear a dress today, I'm going to wear, if I want a beanie, you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm a chameleon. I just, I don't know, but I feel like I'm just like everyone else, you know, just trying to find peace, balance, love, and, um, you know,
1: doing what I love to do. So there's nothing special about me. (laughs) I love it. New. thank you so much for coming on. And guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you on the next one. Yay! That was awesome.